0: down the corridor and the patient safely dispatched to his ward the anaesthetist wandered away to join his colleagues leaving the mechanic to tidy up after him while Amelia collected her nurses and set about the task of clearing away and setting up for the afternoon list but presently she left sibyl her staff nurse "'and the student nurse "'and guided her new member of the team "'into the anaesthetic room "'where she was at pains to explain "'to the still, tearful girl "'that Mr. Tomley-Jones's bark "'was a great deal worse than his bite, "'that in time she would find "'that she could continue with her tasks "'in the theatre, whatever happened, "'and that she'd done very well "'for her first morning. "'And just you remember,' "'said Amelia soothingly, "'jumping down from the trolley "'where she'd perched herself.' "'One day you'll probably be a theatre sister yourself. "'It's a splendid job, you know.' "'With which heartening words she took herself off to join the gentlemen. "'They liked her to be there while they relaxed after a list, "'to pour their coffee and hand them biscuits "'and make an attentive audience of one while they chewed over their work. "'It was a nice job,' she mused, going down the corridor.' "'but after four years she was beginning to wonder "'if she wanted it for much longer. "'She was twenty-seven now, almost twenty-eight, "'and although she'd been engaged for a year "'to Tom Crouch, the medical registrar, "'he'd made it evident that he expected her "'to go on working for some years after they were married, "'and as his reasons were sound and sensible, "'she'd stifled her disappointment "'and agreed to stay at St Ansell's. "'Tom was clever and doing well,' "'and he wanted to do better. "'He was anxious to make a success of his life "'and give her the things he considered that she should have. "'He was quite stubborn about this, and it was a pity, "'for she was the only daughter "'of a very comfortably placed village squire, "'able to provide all the comforts and luxuries "'Tom wanted her to have, "'as well as helping him up the ladder. "'It seemed a waste of time to go on working,' while he saved enough to buy himself into a practice when she could have married him at once and enjoyed all the pleasure of running her own home. She saw his point of view, of course, but sometimes when she was tired at the end of a long day, she wondered if he weren't being selfish, well, not selfish, just a bit thoughtless. There was almost no coffee left. "'She went in search of more, was scolded by the theatre maid, "'and returned to pour second cups and the remainder for herself. "'She drank it fairly quickly, and then excused herself and went back to the theatre, "'thankful that it was one of the days when only one theatre was in use. "'The afternoon list, with Mr. Godwin operating, went peacefully. "'He was a small, good-natured man, not in the least temperamental, and a good surgeon.' "'But he was slow. "'By five o'clock, Amelia was tired and a little cross. "'Thank heaven,' she thought, "'Tom was free and they would go out to dinner somewhere quiet, "'and in two days she'd go home for her days off. "'The thought got her through the rest of the afternoon "'and presently she was curled up on the rather shabby sofa "'in the sister's sitting-room, "'drinking the teapot dry and contemplating her evening.' Tom had said seven o'clock, and well before that time she climbed the stairs to her room and had a bath and got changed. And because she had the time to spare, she took extra trouble with her face and hair. The result was satisfactory even to her critical eye. Her hair, a rich deep brown, she'd brushed smooth into a chignon. Her pretty face, with its delicately tilted nose and wide, curved mouth, she'd made up with care. And her dress, a lacy knit jersey, and a lovely rich ochre, although plain and very simple, had the simplicity of a good cut and material. it suited her tall, well-built figure to perfection, and for once, she found no reason to moan over her shape, which while it left nothing to be desired, was on the Junoesque side. She was still a little early, but she put on an angora coat against the September chill and went downstairs. Tom wasn't there, she hadn't expected him to be. She whiled away ten minutes or so talking to Giles, the head porter, and then turned at Tom's quiet, Sorry to keep you waiting, Amelia. She beamed up at him, wishing secretly that old Giles or no, he would kiss her or at least take her hand. After all, they had been engaged for some time.